Alrighty, just wrapped up season four, episode four with singer-songwriter, social media star, Taylor Holder. If you're watching this, if you're new to the channel, we're the man-to-man -man boys. Like, subscribe. Don't be that guy who just watches the video and doesn't subscribe, okay? No one likes that guy. I know I've said this in probably every single intro video that we've had, but welcome to the show. We got some merch right here. We got mixed iconics. It's like this new design that we're doing. We pick new mixed icons every single season. We got a logo right here, Man to Man Podcast, new logo. We got different colors. I'm rocking black. Use code MIXFREE at the checkout to receive free shipping. Linked in whatever you're watching or listening to this on. These are in the online shop, so make sure to hit that link in our description to support us, support the Man to Man boys, and make sure to use code MIXFREE at the checkout to receive free shipping. All right, I'm going to stop talking, dude, because I don't really like my voice anymore. So please enjoy this episode with singer-songwriter, social media star, Taylor Holder. Let's get into the pod. UFC superstar Jorge Game Brad Masvidal, dude. What's going on, baby? What's up, everybody? Today we're switching things up and talking man to woman. Please welcome, please welcome on the show singer songwriter, social media star Lauren Gray. You um, know you like the DJ. I am okay. <laughs> From okay. the super small town called Alvarado, Texas, 40 minutes south of Dallas. Gotcha. Not shit there, man. It's okay. just, uh, you know. But, uh, but yeah, man. I mean, Nashville is great, dude. How long have you been here for? I've been here almost a year. I've been here. Uh, I got here in October of last year. Performed at CMA Fest last year and then, you know, had some good rides. A lot of stuff started moving over here, man. And I was yeah. like, you know what? It's never more clear to me. Are you, I, a, are you a Titans to... fan now? Are you st are you a Houston or Cowboys you fan? You know, I'm, a, out, I'm, I'm sadly, man, you know, a Cowboys fan. You know, uh, and I okay. say I say proudly sad because, you know, I I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for him, dude. But we yeah. we can't ever make it past the playoffs, man. We get it. You yeah. get there and choke every time, man. You went went to high school in Houston, though. I went to I went to high school in Alvarado. Okay, born and raised my whole life okay. in Alvarado. Uh, That's where we were. Like, I only, where is there any Houston ties there, or is that just no, man? We're uh we're, we're our own little cult down there, hey, man. Gotcha, but uh, gotcha. yeah, I went to Alvarado High School. Alvarado at school. Were you in a private school, public school? So I actually um I went to a I went to a private school. I went to a Christian school um from like second to fourth grade. Okay, um and then transferred to a public school um i was you know just that normal kid like playing every sport you could think yeah. of racing dirt bikes yeah. and, all, and all that stuff man i was uh i would like team rope with my dad <clears throat> you know i was doing all that fun stuff yeah. and then um uh, i got into the whole um social media space at like such a young age man mm -hmm. i started making dumb little videos on the internet when yeah. i was like 16 years yeah. old and you know ended up uh having a little bit of success there and i was like you know like everyone's dream at a young age you know i want to be internet yeah. famous right and so i went to the uh the worst place in the world and i went to los angeles california yeah. and uh we were know. just out in la uh i'm sorry we just had lauren gray on oh yeah 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 kind of talking about her a little bit all right cool we got taylor holder on the podcast because <laughs> we want to get into all this so taylor yeah. holder welcome to the welcome to the man to man podcast obviously nashville boy i think another question i was just going to quickly ask you about nashville is like have you been to tin roof have you been to the broadway bars what's your vibe because we're from nashville we you gotta stay away from what part of Nashville are you guys from? I grew up in Green Hills. Green Hills, okay. same kind of hills. 12 South when it wasn't yeah. 12 South, when 12 South was like the ghetto, dude. It wasn't yeah. like this Instagram place now. Downtown, my mom's downtown, the Gulch. It's kind of funny because we were there like 12 years ago when it was just the Terrazzo, Urban Outfitters, and now she's back there. But um, yeah, just kind of crazy to see. I call it like the city of cranes now. So dude, we just kind of wanted so to fast, get your man. take on. How is it being here? Okay, not a Titans fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> you got to go to a game. I do need to now, go. Bro. I think we're going to uh, uh, what the, one of the training uh, training camp for him and stuff like that and going to go uh, practice cool. with him and all that stuff. So I'm okay. super excited for that, man. Okay. Um, but Nashville, dude, I mean, I yes, I have experienced Tin Roof, Red Door, yeah. Aldeans, 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 like a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, and uh, we, we've definitely done the whole Nashville thing, man. But for me, I, you know, I try to keep myself grounded with, you know, that's, there's a reason I moved here, man. I'm yeah. trying to really stay focused on that. I've never, I've actually never drank in my life, man. I've never had a sip. Really? I've never had a sip of alcohol Okay, well, life. this is not in the shot is, here. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not, it's not a good look. <laughs> yeah. but, so, 
So I don't, you know, I go out for for you know just to celebrate something sometime and all that stuff. But man, I I, awesome. I, I kind of stay away from Broadway. It's always just a little bit of bad yeah, news. Yeah. Okay. Out there, well, man. us too. We didn't know if the girls were buying you shots, and we're just trying to get. It's text so, back dude. It's actually people, so, so funny because there's so many girls that do come up and they're like, "Yo, yeah. I bought you a shot, or I want to get yeah, you a yeah, shot." Yeah, that yeah. I'm like. Well, I'm sorry, but I don't yeah. drink, but my friend does. So if you yeah, want to buy him a shot. Yeah. See, we need to go with him because he'll get all I the know, shots for us. And we'll just, lo- we'll we'll just pass them all to yeah. you guys, you know? Well, dude, I just want to say congratulations on all the success so far. Uh, Time in the Struck, Banger, what came out on June 30th as uh, just the audio, and then you dropped the music video yesterday. Yes, sir. Uh, we definitely want to get into that, but we kind of just want to feel out what else has been going on. Oh, we looked at your Instagram, I guess, two days ago or yesterday, and did you just have a boxing fight that got canceled or something? Because we're... Obviously, we know the music side and the social yeah. media side, but we're just trying to figure out what else is going on with you. Did you just have a fight that got canceled or what happened? I, I did, man. So okay. I've been I've been, you know, off and on in the gym for almost 10 years, you know, yeah. man. And I've been I've been fighting for some time and I uh but the whole social media thing kind of took over. So I never really got to like stay in camps or fall that heavy or whatever. But yeah, yeah there was that misfits fights uh out here at the municipal. Okay. Um and I was supposed to be the main event on that card. Damn. But, um, what, what happened, yeah, dude? What happened the guy, they, they said that the guy like got hurt or something like that, and he pulled out. They offered me another guy and offered me like, more, like cut it in half, yeah, like in some change, like. And I was like, God, oh, doesn't make it make sense for me. Is okay, that is that I mean, something so. you still kind of would like to do yeah. on the side? I'm in the gym some... every day. Okay, I'm in yeah. the gym every day. So. What's your bench, dude? Three fifty? No, I'm talking about boxing gym. <laughs> no, but yeah, but, but yeah, I am. In, I, so I my my morning routine is I wake up. I mean. Last night we had a long night. We were watching fights and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. we usually we're, we're, we try to be up by like six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. We get we gotcha. hit the gym, you know, um, yeah. and then do our work during the day. And then at seven p.m. at night, I'm in the boxing gym training every gotcha. day. So. Okay. so do you have anybody lined up for that? I'm just I just asked that because obviously we're seeing all this social media. Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, yeah. Jake Paul, even you said to watch fights last night. Bryce Hall like somehow is yeah. on this bare knuckle thing. Would you ever fight Bryce Hall? again or, or did, have you fought him before uh, or no we uh we like you know back in the day when we were friends and stuff like that we we sparred and, and okay. all that stuff and um you know i i would i would honestly i would fight anybody man it's just yeah. a business at the end of the day yeah. so if it makes if it makes sense man if the bag um, is right i guess yeah you yeah. know but yeah okay. I, i'm always down to get is, in there with is, anybody is, is that like would you consider yourself like this new age celebrity boxing style or is this more of like a I can do whatever type of style because right now we see these Jake Paul fights. And yeah, stuff. you what know, is that? I, yeah. I, um, I think it's funny because you know I did, I did do that fight like two years ago or whatever. That's why I, I thought you were in one of them. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, and and dude, I that was my first like fight, you know, and and you look at sparring footage, you look at all this training footage, and I was more than ready. But one thing that like people forget is like the nerves when you get there, man. Yeah, and that's so much different. And I got in there, dude. I walk out there. <laughs> You know, Gib had like the experience of fighting Jake before me, and he's been in the big crowds before and all that stuff. And I got yeah. there, I walked out, I see twenty five thousand people. It's my different. heart falls yeah. out of my damn asshole, and I just like I freeze up when I get in there. I mean, I was yeah. playing good defense, all that stuff. I just didn't let my hands go as much. But man, after you know, I've been I've been quietly training over these last two years. You know, all I haven't right. been back in the so ring. we're gonna I've been see working, somebody. So we're gonna see it's gonna be different. I do, I do. You know, in the in the least cocky way, I do think I'm I'm one of the top guys in the influencer space. Get your probably. ass back in there, dude. Yeah, we you don't guys, see that. You guys will yeah. see, man. You guys will we have to do to some type that. of cover. Come up to the gym and, and watch us train or something like that. There man, was so. something. I went to Tennessee, and again, well, I know your first stop's in Knoxville for the tour, but mm-hmm. something like that where we had a thing called Boxing Weekend where it was like the biggest thing at Tennessee where all the schools from outside of Knoxville, well, let me break it down like this. All the fraternities would fight one another in a boxing, legitimate boxing ring, and everybody would go there. And I did it my sophomore year, and I tried to like lose weight for. I didn't eat for like thirty days, just trying to cut weight and all this shit. Not as intense as what you went through, dude. But yeah, yeah I was fucking nervous, and I lost. It's, it was a bad fight. I, you know, had yeah. defense and everything, but yeah, I was like, fucking, hey, that is an experience, bro. So I kind of maybe know how that feels, dude, it's, but it's gnarly, man. That's one thing that I, I you know, I, I obviously have been in the public eye for a long time, and. I was more than ready and all that stuff, but that's just something you can't train yeah. for. It's different when you get in there. You yeah. know, I've been in front of big crowds, but like whenever it's like one on one, you guys are punching each other in the face. It's, yeah, it's a lot different, man. Yeah, but we also had Jorge on Masvidal oh, like last week, and yeah, that's a, that's he was a buddy talking about. Yeah, he was talking about the bare knuckle league too, but I guess he's got his own like game bred bare yeah, knuckle yeah, thing. Yeah, he does so. have his own thing going on. All right, we were just curious if you were still in the. Do you got a, a fight in the Mark Zuckerberg Elon Musk? Dude, like, I, <laughs> do you got? I'm, a pick? I'm really man. I don't even. <laughs> No, I I did see recently that uh, like 
uh, Zuck was training with like uh, Adesanya, and then okay, he, yeah, he yeah, looked yeah. shredded, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. holy. The beach but, um, photos you see him on a beach. He's, I mean, he's an in shape guy. Yeah, dude. I never knew that. With, I, yeah. you know, you obviously know Zuck like just from who he is and all that stuff. But I ain't yeah. never like looked him up, let alone be like, yo, what is he? What is this? Like, is he shredded? What does he look like right. shirtless? Yeah, you know. Right. But I see that, I see that photo, and I'm like. Holy is it photoshopped? Damn. Like I don't I'm know. like, damn, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm looking to hopefully fight at the top of the year. Cool. I want to get back I, in. I, there, I, I, I personally enjoy it. I know a lot yeah. of the boxing. Heads I, I like I like it too, man. Because um, you know, I, I think it makes me a little different than all these other country artists as well. Because no no other country artist is like a fighter as well. And if there's right. a cool way to like mix those, you know what I mean. It's hard to do both full time for sure. But if yeah. there's a cool way to mix them, man, I. I love the sport, and I want to get in there. All right. Well, we still stay in athletic is what we like to say. Let's get into the single and then the tour. We definitely want to talk about that. The single again, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, it's a banger, bro. Uh, we kind of want to just know, what is your creating pr creative process like? Going? Are you going into Nashville Music Row Studios? And then more personally with this song, what's the creative process behind just writing this song? Maybe how long did it take? All that jazz. Mm -hmm. You're talking about the new one I have coming out or Time in the Truck? Uh, time in the truck. Time in the truck. Yes. So, time in the truck was actually the first pitch song I ever got, man. It oh, was the uh, it was the one that I didn't actually write on it. I got it pitched to me by some really awesome writers. It's, it's got like uh, Josh Miranda, Ben Williams, gotcha, um, and all that. And and so um, they're like in like Meg's camp and and all that. And man, they uh, they've came in and helped me. And we we were actually working on a project, which I think actually now that we're having to push the project back a little bit, we're going to keep rolling out singles, but. Mm -hmm. And all this new music, man, they've, they've came in and really freaking flipped it around and changed it. I was, you know, I was writing all my own stuff with a couple buddies and all that. And I got out here and I met some really awesome songwriters that do this for a living. You know, there's obviously great people out here and that's that's the best part about it. But right. and everyone, you know, I had like people like Bailey Zimmerman and, and all these people telling me like, hey, cut outside songs, man. I promise you, like it makes so much of a difference. Okay. And um and so I, yeah I got that I got this sent to me dude and um I loved it man it was everything that I was wanting to say in a song and what does uh, that mean I'm sorry cut outside songs so so basically um Ben and them like they pitch a song to me that they wrote and gotcha. it's like hey we got okay. this song okay, gotcha. do you want it and then so I cut that as an outside song so, that I that also, I didn't write also on that line what goes into like all right that's the song I want is it something inside the song kind of what you can throw on your kind of twist on it mm -hmm. or what goes into that process? Yeah, well? so it was because you know I'm 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 slowly coming over and in, into the Nashville space and the country space. I was doing more like pop country. Yeah. I'm really trying to go more country with it as well. And um, you know, I was working with other production, uh, other producers, other like songwriters and all that stuff. And um, you know, we were writing cool stuff, but it just wasn't quite what I wanted to get across. You know, and yeah. um, and whenever I came in contact with them, I ended up having a write with Ben, and that's how I met him. And then we just kept in oh, contact. Okay. He sent that over, and I was like, man, production wise. Uh, every lyrics, everything. I that's I love this man, and, yeah. I, and I would love to be. A and part you're an of independent artist, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, and, cool. and I and and then we, you know, Andy Sheridan, which is the producer on it, uh -huh. came in, and you know, from the demo that they sent me to what he made it sound like is is also a, a whole yeah. different thing as well, and it was just cool. Do huh? you have any like creative control on that, or is that yeah, more yeah, yeah. just like? See what everybody else sees, and then kind we of throw we your all flare. we all like bounce off okay. of each other and throw in. And so throw you're kind of really in the studio. Just oh kinda, yeah, okay. yeah. So I didn't obviously I'm not on the writing side of it, but as far as production and this and little tweaks here and there, yeah, I got I got say on like everything and kind of oh. polish it up how I want it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then with the music video, do you do music videos for every song that you drop? No, I don't actually. Okay. We uh we I think this is probably like the second second music video I've done. No, third 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 music video gotcha. I've done. Um, but no, we, we don't, we're not putting them out just for the ones that are like really, really like, uh -huh. we, you know, we, we really feel like have huge potential. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Every song we put out is, is huge potential. It's just like, you know, do you want to paint a picture with it? I don't know. So, and then also as an independent artist, that say, shit's expensive, the process, man. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, the process of actually making the video? Um, the process of, of the video, the we actually, we have, um, you know, I have like my, my guy, John, that does like all my content and day to day and planning and all that stuff. And, and he's, uh, he's really uh, you know, a big part of my creative uh, side of everything of all this. And um, he basically, he hits up, he knows a bunch of like production companies and videographers and all kinds of stuff that that film music videos. He brought on a young kid um, that came in and they basically, you know, we have them listen to the song, we pitch ideas to each other, da 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 and then they they give us like a breakdown and it's yeah, uh, right. and like a visual of it and all oh, that okay. stuff. And then we're like, oh, we want to tweak this, da 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 da. And are you shooting that all in one day? Is that kind of what they so, try to push? Yeah, out? time in the truck we shot all in one day. Sometimes you go two days, um, yeah. but it just depends. Like the bigger, the bigger the production, the more, yeah. the more locations, the more all that stuff. It gets, it gets more expensive and it gets more days. You know, you can go two, three days. We want to know about with the music video 
since it was dropped two months later than the single and you see all the success come out of that single itself are you kind of thinking all right let's make the music video here to keep i don't want to say keep this song alive per se but yeah not even relevant but you gotta kind of understand what i'm saying here just yeah to keep absolutely it, we, we keep do, it new keep it fresh we do do that because you know there are certain songs that we you know we're like we need to drop the visual with it the same day there's mm -hmm. certain things that but this song was was has been getting so much attention so much love and we've gotten such good feedback on it that um, you know, the music video was supposed to come out sooner than two months for sure, but we like we like giving it that space and then releasing uh, the music video with it because it kind of just gives it that extra push, you know? Right. People might like not like forget about the song, but they're like this, and then you, you're like, boom, here's this, and then you get new articles on it, new press on right. it, That's and what it just we overall pushes it back to the single, you know? Because like everybody that listens to a song, especially if they like the artist and know of you or something, They'll listen to the song right away and then mm -hmm. new songs come out and so it kind of gets pushed down but then yeah. the music video aspect of it is like holy shit yeah music video i gotta you know and then it gets back kind of hitting the the algorithm a little bit and yes sir it's yeah it's relevant so okay tour tour you're going on tour dylan scott which yep. is sick yeah. um and your first stop it looks like is october 12th yes sir in knoxville Shout out Go Vols. I don't know what screen we're looking at. Go Vols. Uh, do you know where you're playing at yet in Knoxville? I do I do not, actually. I, okay. Everyone always asks me, like, the venues that I'm playing in each city, and I'm like, I have no yeah. idea, man. I'm just like, I'm just <laughs> told to be there. I show, show up, up, and then we just yeah. go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know the venue, actually. Are, are you? Do you know if you're playing at, like, I know you said you don't know the venue, but are, are these around all the college towns, or are they downtown of the cities? Do we know anything um, like that? I, John, you know some of them, don't you? It's all over the place. They're all over the place, man. Yeah, it's couple of college towns mm -hmm. cool all right well cool fucking hey how did this come about with dylan scott that's just the basic it's so question. funny because dylan has has grown to be one of one of the you know closest people i got out here man and and it all started with we had some uh some of our other buddies that are in our group that were that were friends with him and mm -hmm. we just started like trolling each other online man we were because dylan scott made a video about us where he's like we got to like something about grown men like seeing grown men do tiktoks on broadway <laughs> or whatever and um and then so we like we like started like jokingly talking shit back to each yeah. other and all that stuff. And then he made this video of him in the gym to that like Haley Witters like the whiskey in us. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and he was like shirtless like doing this funny thing. And then me me and my boys do edit it. And we were like, yo, we got to get these fake country boys out of Nashville, man. <laughs> yeah. And and so we were just going back and forth for a while. And then he ended up um we ended up hanging out with him. He invited us to uh to Louisiana for a hunt trip with him, man. Nice. And we just started growing our friendship, dude. And he's nice. he's great people, man. And and uh yeah, all of a sudden, you know, they were they were looking for somebody cool for this tour and they brought on me and Matt Schuster and, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Our team started talking, got it, got it taken care of. Let's, is here, it your man. first tour? This will be my first tour. Let's yeah. Go. I've, I've played, you know, like with these one off shows here and there. Yeah, yeah. But this will be my first tour, so I am nervous as hell. I was gonna say, are any nerves and expectations and maybe an end goal to this tour? Dude, um, there's so many nerves going yeah. through my head, man, you know, because I'm also, everyone's always like, oh, like, I wouldn't think that you would be a nervous person because you're so public, like, mm -hmm. with your life and all. And I'm like, honestly, that's the exact reason as to why I'm nervous because the world is such a cruel, like, mean place, you know what I mean? And Yeah. And uh, I came from, I'm coming from this TikTok world, man, and, and I didn't blow up exactly from being an artist and, and all that. So it's it's really hard to earn that respect, you know, yeah. and let alone get people to believe it and all that. But, I mean, we've been doing great. But yeah, just I just get nervous to go out. It means there you and, care, and, dude. Yeah, you know. So, but end goal, man, just uh, gain gain you know new new music fans, new you know country fans, people yeah. that love love country music. Cause I love country music so much, man, and just yeah. see uh, see what I'm doing and really believe it and trust it and just want to put, put the all journey. your work to the test right there, mm -hmm. maybe in front of new people that might not know you. And I guess that's the thing with touring too, if, or at least opening up for somebody. Right, you're just performing to a total new audience. That yeah, and he and also like he, it's um which I'm so blessed to be a part of it, but it, it wasn't like exactly like a little tour to like start out and get my feet wet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, he's pulling real numbers and yeah. we, we were saying two months is a long time. Yeah, to man, be we got, we got 15 shows together yeah. and yeah. you know, he's doing Let's go. a couple thousand. You're going to be sleeping so. on that damn bus. Or yeah, what, dude, dude we're, right. well, we get, we're trying to get our own bus right now <laughs> and all that so we can, <laughs> figure it out what's I, what, what what's the bad talk the bag talking about on this tour dude is that why people go on tour do artists make the most money when they go on tour dude is that it, what's going on what's it, the bag dude? okay so i'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you guys man you lose a lot more money than you think in this stuff really? man until you start really making it you know what i mean like mm -hmm. 
like Dylan's making money for sure on this, right? Yeah. But like, you know, as an opener, I'm a first opener and they're they're helping me out a lot more than like I I mean, you know, I, I'm putting everything aside. Even though I have this great platform, they're not music fans, man. It's different. You got right. there's you gotta understand the process of this. So they're 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 really helping me out. So, you know, they give me a budget per show and, and all that stuff, but no, nah, it's not nothing crazy. I'm losing a lot more money than I'm making gotcha. on the tour. But that's that's the process, man, is is putting putting your money and your finances into into your dream and your goal and all that stuff. Yeah. And then once you you know, totally. once I start headlining my own stuff and I start doing all that, it'll it'll really start. I think we've off. even heard that from like like we're kind of close with Mitchell Tenpenny. We've had him on the pod and he's even talked about you know, we still have to disperse all this money after the tour to merch guys, production, team like that, but I think we also have heard like touring is kind of where the bread's at. So. It is. It is. If you like, for, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of like labels and all that. Like I said, I'm independent. You know, I've heard horror stories. I've heard great stories, you know. But, yeah. uh, you know, if you own your tours, then yeah, you make a lot more money. But yeah. like usually whenever the labels own it, you don't really make that much. Like, right. But um, as a first opener, are you selling any type of merch or anything yeah, yeah, like so that? I get okay. the, so, so that's one thing that Dylan was really, really cool about. Usually like whenever you're opening for people, they only let you have like one piece, but he's let me have three. Oh, so, okay. hey, so that's three really different awesome, designs. Man. Are they so, all shirts? Or you got a couple hats or what? Gonna, I think we're going to do a mix of stuff. So right. it'll be cool. Gotta get, um, some, get some of those hats. Yeah, yeah dude. Now we'll get you. We'll get yeah, you some whenever you come out, man. Let's talk about your relationship with Parker McCollum. Obviously huge and Nashville is is Parker. I, I guess the question here is, and I don't know if he's the answer, but we'll just ask the question first. Who do you model your music career after? My music career, man. You know, I I I, I have inspirations. You know, like Parker and I, I, you know, Morgan and Luke and you know Kojo and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm also so different. You know, I I just I love music so much that like all of my stuff has like a little bit of a twist on it. It's a little different. You know what I mean? And and um, but you know, yeah, me and Parker, I would say like. I met him shoot a couple years ago, man, and it and it started from my brother and my best friend back in Texas. They're like massive Parker McCollum fans. Gotcha. And uh, I went home one day, and I had known of his music, and I and, you know his music's really good, and and I already loved it. I just uh, I'd never talked to the guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Oh, Parker McCollum's coming in town." I uh, and it's already sold out, but I wanted to go so bad, and I was like, oh, "Let me see if I can just reach out to him real quick." Yeah, I, yeah. I DM'd him on Instagram, and like instantly responded he was like bring bring everybody out i got you guys backstage with me all nice. this stuff and, and i was like oh that shit that's cool yeah. man and we went there um you know my brother and my best friends like kind of freaking out you know they're 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 talking to him and then like, and then one, and then dude? hallie his his wife her her sisters and stuff like that were big fans of me oh, and so it was like this huge thing, like this huge cool really really cool moment man and and uh, we just we just clicked and and um, you know we we had stayed in contact over nice. the years and, and all that stuff. And then so. you were on the same stage. It comes to like your backstage then on the same stage as him. Yeah, we, we did. He did. He brought me out in my hometown in Dallas nice. at the Dos Equis okay. Pavilion. And uh, dude, that was one thing that like another thing like I had I had not really had any show experience before that. I was super fresh into all this. Yeah. And he you know he believed in me. He brought me out and all that stuff. And I completely shit myself. Man. <laughs> I went out there and dude, it's just you go. It's so different. You know, we did we did sound check and, and rehearsals and all that stuff and everything went so good, man. Yeah. And then I walk out there, I see everybody, and it's the same thing, man. I just freak out. Did you dude. just go blank right there, You're dude. Like, I I like I came in late to the verse and all that stuff, so I kind of messed up. And then oh, so we it was got a back song on with him. Like it was hell sing- of a year. It was it was oh, I sang his song oh, with him. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. he brought me out on that. And nice. dude, it was but it was it was cool, man. He was right there with me, and he he I'm sure that he knew it, and I'm sure everyone else was a little Fuck tipsy it, and yeah, having a good time, yeah, anyways. And yeah. they were rowdy, so. But it was it was cool, you know. It was it, I think the most I'd ever performed in front of like before then was like maybe a thousand people, and you go from like a thousand to like thirty thousand, and it's, it's just so different, different man. man. Talk about his belief in you then doing something like that because I had thought I had personally thought okay they're both from kind of the same area, mm-hmm. uh, but it sounds like you guys didn't really know each other, especially or for you personally it sounded like obviously it's different connections through him, but just talk about maybe him believing in you and you kind of have that tell trust. everyone that a lot, man. You know, even whenever I came That's pretty out cool here, to see. Even when I came out here for CMA Fest last year, um, I had never even been to Nashville before. It was my first time in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out. I was only supposed to be here for like a day. Um, I ended up meeting through Parker and his family and all that stuff. Uh, Shay Mooney from Dan and Shay. Nice. And um, you know we were talking about music, all that stuff. And he's like, "Man, I'd love to write you something." And the next day we got into writing session. We started booking stuff and all nice. that. And I was like, "Oh man, like I gotta, I gotta stay here a little bit longer." Yeah. 
I have no clothes. I have nowhere to stay. <laughs> I'm homeless here. <laughs> and, That's funny. And, and, and Parker was like, yo, come come stay at my house. Me, yeah. me and John stayed there for a week, man. And, uh, nice. and he, the day that we got there, he was like, yo, I got to head out. I got to go to the road, but you guys are good. Literally just let just me and John here. by ourselves stay there for a week That's straight. Cool. That's awesome. He was like, here's all the keys to all my cars. And yeah. I was like... I love you. Like yeah. I don't. What the, what is cool. this, man? Like who are you? You're not. Talk like, about a little bit more of like the connections, like meeting people and stuff. Is there like, I feel like Nashville, especially in the country music scene, everybody's kind of real cool and just laid back. And is there people that you want to work with, or maybe like somebody like uh, that that you kind of have your eye on? Maybe. Yeah, like, man, absolutely. I mean, there's there's so many people out here that that I that I would love to work with, and you know, I mean. First and foremost, though, I mean, I've, I've gotten to become friends with some of the people that I've looked up to my entire life, right. man. And it's such yeah. a crazy, surreal feeling. And that's one thing that stood out here, you know, with you talking about how, like, nice people are here and all that stuff that stood out so much. Because, you know, I was in L.A. For, for quite some time doing that. And out there, man, there's everyone's kind of like, how can I, how, what can I get from yeah, this get person? From what, how can I benefit right. from this person? Right. There's no, like, real moments with real people. Like, it's always like you only see those people when you're filming together or whatever right. and it's such like a, a work there's no like no one goes outside and just throws a damn baseball you know what i yeah, mean like yeah, no one yeah. and uh you know i came here and you know these people that i've seen on the big screens for so long these people that i that i've looked up to for so long are like welcoming me into their house they're hanging out with me they're treating they're that i couldn't pay them to hang out with me man like they're they're around me right. and coming over dinners in my house and all this stuff because they genuinely just want to be around you know what i mean and it's, right. it was such a surreal feeling you know so but I mean, the list goes on and on and on of who I. Yeah, I, I totally get that because being out there in Los Angeles last week for just a week, I mean, we're hanging out with people and they're like, yeah, I mean, we got screwed by this guy. I guess, you know, it's all just trying to benefit off each other. It feels like on social media, but also people that are musicians or whatever the hell they're doing out mm -hmm. there too, where it's like Nashville, like you're saying, everyone's kind of just going to work in their own studio, doing their yeah. own thing, things like that. All right, dude, we want to get into the social media stuff. Let's do it, man. <laughs> so, Let's do it. <laughs> um, how did it come about? Again, I uh, I wanted to. I told Liam. I said I'm gonna let him know that I just watched the Johnny Football, Johnny Menzel. You know, I'm yeah. told. Uh, have you seen it yet? Or dude, no? I have not seen it. But I, I you just told John just told really me about good. this man. It's really good. Um, so I I we, we were gonna watch that, and then I, I checked out a little bit of the Jake Paul one as well. Yeah, and it's it, good. It had me really interested actually, but I, I ended up falling asleep. But yeah, um, I yeah. watched it for five minutes. Johnny Football last night and went to. Sleep. He doesn't want to watch it though. He's I'm kind like, of I'm a big Johnny Menzel fan growing up, so. Yeah. Yeah, I. They say it kind of paints them in a bad light, and I don't want to. Oh, you don't want to have this like I, bad image. Of I mean, him. I know because I know his life and what he was doing like through college and stuff, and I just don't want that to change in terms of like me watching. Like, all right, he's actually even right. shittier or whatever. Yeah. So the question that I was that he was talking about, or the thing that he was talking about, everyone from Texas plays football. If you're not playing football, then you're not good enough. Or you're too big of a P word to play football. It sounds like you played sports growing up, mm -hmm. but how did you get into the social media world? Yeah, man. I, uh, I was, I was playing, you know, football, baseball, basketball, all, all my whole life, racing dirt bikes and all that stuff. I was like one of those kids, but me, I, I just like, I didn't, me in school like didn't click man I, I me neither yeah you know what i mean it's like i feel like that's for a lot of people man but uh you know i i ended up um leaving high school my after my freshman year um and i ended up like kind of dropping out my mom hates when i say that but like and then she enrolled me into like a home school and all that stuff and mm -hmm. ended up getting my diploma and, and all that but i um i whenever i whenever i did i left high school my my best friend back there his name's cody ryan he uh he he was showing me all these like Vine kids, man, and them doing like yeah. them having like all this great success and so many views and just doing the dumbest things in in public and and I was like, we just thought it was so funny, man. You know, fifteen, sixteen year old little immature kids just <laughs> yeah. laughing yeah. at them, <laughs> them being complete complete degenerates and just so like I look back at what we were doing now and I'm like, like why did no one just punch us right in the face, man? Like why did and um. But we, we started making dumb videos on Instagram, YouTube, like all that stuff, just uh -huh. like really fucking with people in public or just doing dumb things, man. And, yeah. And uh, we uh, we ended up getting a little bit of attention in our hometown. You know, we got up to like 7,000 followers. And uh -huh. back then, like everyone was like, oh, they're famous, bro. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And we'd go to like local football games and start taking photos with like everybody, bro. And I was like, what in the hell is going on, yeah. man? So you had a little squad then. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. We, we started with like, it started with me and my best friend and, the, and my other best friend at the time. Um, and it was just like us three. And um, and we were just kind of trying. And uh, we ended up going out to LA when we were like 17. 
Um, just and to is see that by yourself or your parents? My mom with? went with okay. me as well, and we we were just trying to you know run into these like vine kids. Yeah. And da 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 da. And I ended up you know finding a mutual friend that was friends with them, and we all kind of got to connect and hang out and all that. And I yeah. was like, man, mom, like. I think I could really do this whole thing. Yeah. Thing. How long did that take you to kind of build your following then before you, I guess you went out to LA? Cause 17, that's Dude, what, I didn't, like three I, I, years? So when I, when I went out there, I didn't even have like, I didn't even have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any, like I didn't really have a platform like, compared to them. You know what I mean? And so, but I just, I was like, mom, I, this is where all of the, all of them live. They all lived at like 1600 Vine, which was like the, the apartment complex for like every influence. Like the Paul brothers lived there. Cameron Dallas lived there. King Batch, like all the Viners you could possibly okay. think of. Um, and I was like, I gotta be here. I gotta be right where everyone is. Cause I'm going to be friends with these people and mm -hmm. I'm going to do this mom. Like I got it. Yeah. And, um, you what know, what she say about that? Was she like, she, uh... she was always really supportive about it. Okay. My dad's always supported me, but my dad is like that, like super just Southern dad, the Texas that, like, dad, yeah, Texas yeah. dad that wanted me to, you know, he was kind of pissed cause I did, I stopped racing dirt bikes. He was he just wanted me to. He didn't understand it. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, Shit, I still don't understand. Yeah, I don't think anybody does, man. <laughs> I'm. I I thought I had it figured out. Now what the social media space has turned into, I don't even understand it. You We're know, trying what I to mean? figure out that damn algorithm but, still. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's and then uh, you know I, I I got a little bit of success, you know, and I started doing that. I did like like MagCon a little bit, and then we did. Um, I was on like Musically mm -hmm. whenever that was a thing. And and then it turned to TikTok, but I took a break for like quite some time, and I was on YouTube pretty heavy as well. Uh -huh. And then as soon as TikTok came around, everyone was like, "Bro, you got to jump on this." And I was gotcha. like, "No way, I can't so do it." I my can't. my first question with these types of people are like, "What's your first week in LA look like, or maybe the first month? Like who? Like how do you get out of your circle there that you were in? Where'd you stay at when I was there? Yeah, on that street, we just got like a little like uh like Airbnb thing, uh -huh. like little." house and thing. then you're just trying to shoot out collabs with anybody dude all I, I was i was like dming everybody um yeah. trying to and then i you know i knew we i was like one of those kids where like we were like i i knew where they all live so we would just like kind of hang around that area hopefully we like ran into somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. um all that stuff and and we you know i finished when i turned 18 i was like mom i gotta go out there like i said and yeah. 18 i moved out there no parents no discipline no nothing man and i was uh complete degenerate man i completely fucked off and you know 18 just, in la bro you know what i mean you know? and, and i was uh you know i never never like i said i never got into like the, the party scene or any of that stuff i just completely went out there and forgot every reason as to why i was supposed to be out there man i was just hanging out with all the wrong people i was yeah. just doing that thing and but that's that's the awesome side so of it. how did you grow your following then from the 10k and then you uh, at the place that you had the Airbnb, was your following kind of up already? It was it was like less than 10k, like I said, like before I moved out there. Okay. When I moved out there, you know, I met some other friends that weren't they they weren't big on the internet either. Um, but uh, but we just started making content together. Gotcha. Um, and then they, they lived in that ap apartment complex actually, but okay. they but they weren't influencers at all. And we just you know we just started making videos together and like that that collabing side of stuff like just like got us a lot of traction. Okay. It was like I said back in Musically and then like the featured page or whatever was like gotcha. really popping and then like whenever tiktok came around like i had like a million followers on musically or whatever and then that transferred over whenever tiktok happened but everyone was like yo this new app and i was like i can't do it man would it's, you say that you're one of the first kind of people on musically then in that era with like a lauren gray or, or josh yeah. richards that kind of like had their following on that app and then kind of were the first ones to get on TikTok to bring a ton of those followers on that app. Yeah, I I, I think that I was one of the first people in that like generation to kind of like cross over from yeah. there. You know, Lauren did it really well. Josh did it really well as well. You know, all that stuff. But uh, but yeah, there was only like a select few, like not everyone. That's like the one thing that was like hard with like even like the Viners that were all like so popular whenever Vine died they everyone just disappeared you know what uh, i mean because they didn't they didn't convert it over to everything else you gotcha know? so when did go ahead i was gonna say when did the music side of it kind of kick in for you mm -hmm. is that obviously musically is that you know you lip sync over songs yeah. and stuff, but is where did like is your love for music always been there or is that kind of like a new avenue for you in terms it's, of songwriting um that's a good question man and a lot of people ask me music has always been like in my life i started playing guitar when i was nine years old and um and i picked up like piano and drums and then i played saxophone in school as well um but as far as like singing wise i i was pure shit man like i didn't <laughs> i was not good dude but I just I loved the idea of it. I wanted to do it. I I would see videos of like Justin Bieber and yeah. like all these people performing in front of so many people, and I was like, dude, 
like that's got to be the craziest feeling they're all singing the songs back there all yeah. the stuff and um and so i went um i just started working you know every day i was just singing every day i was watching like videos on youtube of like vocal lessons and vocal warm-ups mm -hmm. i never had i'd never had any vocal lessons or nothing i just was singing every day i'd hear runs that justin or anyone else did i would try to mimic them and just slowly just sing every day yeah. um and all that stuff i got in i got from being in the industry and all that stuff i got to meet other artists and songwriters and producers out in la got in the studio made some really shitty music for a long time <laughs> figuring it out and um and i just fell in love with it you know and i just I didn't I didn't want to be another one of those like social media influencers that just got popular and put out music, right? Like I could have done it when I was like getting, you know, a million likes on Instagram, but I didn't I I just knew that I wasn't there. I knew that I wasn't making the best music that I could make and I had so much like more potential. So, um I and all these people, in my opinion, these their teams because they tried to do it with me too, but these teams like see such a such a great platform and they're like they throw them into something because it makes money really quick right. like music or whatever, but none of these people like actually love music and that's one thing that i'm trying to like cross mm. over because i genuinely love country music so much i love music in general so much and this is what i want to do for the rest of my life gotcha but like it's been really hard to get people to believe that because i was this cringy tiktok right kid before, and i think a I mean? lot of people view like those type of people like that it's like i uh, you know you're trying to go do bare knuckle or you're trying to be a, a, a music star or a musician but i think your path is very unique because you actually are doing it you know you're not just staying in la on tiktok you're actually in nashville you know like yeah all the music I want to know when did you get into the hype house though? Was it the hype house that you were in? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to know what was going on there. Dude. Yeah, so I I actually had the the first like technically it wasn't like I guess like branded as that, but I had the first content house that there was like and it was like this house that I had like this boxing ring in. Yeah, you know Bryce lived there. Um, this is like whenever TikTok was kind of starting to blow up as well. You we had like Josh and Peyton Mormeyer, Jaden Hostler, mm -hmm. um, all these like all basically the Sway Boys and some and like Lil Huddy and all those people in in the in my house and like at the time i didn't have a house that was like massive so like some of them were just sleeping on couches there yeah. like yeah we were just uh, but it was it was all good times you know and and then you know end up splitting and like some of them did sway house some of them did hype house i kind of got an apartment on my own as well like and then during the pandemic me and two of my other friends at the time had some really good awesome success on tiktok uh-huh Hype House asked us to come be a part of it and gotcha. all that. So we, we I was we gonna say, there. what is the deal behind those houses? Like the rent or somebody paying your rent yeah, there? So, like, so what is going on there? So dude? that's one thing where like I I always like I always had such a good like business mindset, right? And that's why like I was at the hype house for a couple months. I wasn't even there that long, and then I ended up moving and leaving and doing my own thing. I had the compound, so I had my own content house that was just as you know popping as like all these other houses it was yeah. right there with them um but because i lived at the hype house and i tell everyone everyone there was so awesome and and but i had never been inside of a house we had 23 people inside oh, of this house i think yeah. i saw a list like that. i was like how does so many yeah, people we live had 23 in people inside of a big ass mansion in los angeles yeah. california all of it the rent was fifty thousand dollars a month but you know we had like twenty, Same, we had twenty three people splitting it, so it wasn't like the damage wasn't too bad. So it's like gotcha. two three k a piece, gotcha. you know what I mean? But still, like the idea of paying fifty grand a month is <laughs> yeah. insane. You know, I didn't know if there were like and people that are investing in all of you guys that were millionaires so, out there. So that's that's one thing that I was like always. I was always really good at like I sound like such a dickhead right now, but I was always really good at like making a lot of money. You know, and and that's one thing I tried to come in and like tell Thomas in the hype house. I was like, bro. Why are we paying this? Why are ha almost everybody in this house broke? Why yeah. has all like all these influencers that have such big platforms? Why why is nothing coming of it? You know, and I was like, why don't we bring in a sponsorship? Let's sponsor the house, like all this stuff. Da 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 da. They felt like they had stuff figured out in different areas. It was like all good, my man. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so I took a couple of my friends, scouted a couple more people. I went and did the whole thing. We brought in Triller. We had Triller pay for the house, the house that we had Hold at the that, compound. Yeah. It was fifty thousand a month as well. Yeah, we damn. Had, we had Triller covering that. You know, they were paying for everything. And, yeah, uh, utilities, all that stuff. So you they, had they were a big blessing, man. They came in. They put the house under their name. So therefore, like all the like. Damages, you know, damages and everything were in their oh name. But, God. you know, I scouted these people, the place, helped dude. them out a lot. A, a couple of them didn't even really have platforms at that point. You know, I brought everyone in. I did it in a real, like, I had my my agency that I was with, my legal team, my everything. I signed, like, basically all of them underneath that. Or, like, I, I just kind of put everyone with my team. That way, like, we can focus over here and the team does everything. How do you become so business savvy like that? It's just a, it's just, it was, man, I was out there. I just want to know because you yeah, drop out of high school at freshman year. It's like, you know, I'm like, damn, dude, I got to go five years of college. I still don't know what the hell I'm dude, doing, it's, dude. It's, you know? it's funny, man, because I, I don't know. I think it's like, 
more of like the street smart, just figuring it out, you know, and going through what I went through. Like I, I was out there for, you know, eight years and, you know, a, until the last like three that I was there, I wasn't really doing that crazy. You know what I mean? And so you got to think it's like five, six years of just straight getting fucked over, over and over and over so much money taken from me, all this stuff and slowly figuring out how it works and finding gotcha. a good team and all just that. Seeing, but, especially when a lot of money pops. Yeah, man, we, yeah. we, I took everyone in that house and we, we, uh, they were all like, you know, financially not the best and, and stuff like that. And, um, I brought in my team and I made, you know, everyone millionaires in about seven, eight months. And, insane. And I kind of want to talk a little bit then about the transition out of LA. Let's move what, obviously the music side of it is a big factor of it, but was there anything that, I don't know, you personally like, I need to just get out of LA. You kind of mentioned a little bit like, this not for me, the whole TikTok thing. I can't yeah, keep man. doing this. What Was there something that just clicked in your brain one day? Like, I'm an, I, it's over with. I don't need to do this. I want to do something totally different. What's Is there a story that, like, internally for you that just one day it clicked for you? Like, yeah, let's, man. let's transition um, out of here. It was, like a, it was a whole lot of stuff, man, honestly. I, I uh, And we don't want to get into all the other, you know. Oh, dude, yeah. Man. I mean, we, no, but just, like, something internally for absolutely, you. Absolutely, like, man. And, I mean, um I had wanted to leave L.A. Like I said, man, I'm a small town kid, dude, and everyone always, everyone thinks I'm from L.A. because that's where <laughs> I blew up, man, you know, and, and and everyone, but, you know, I'm from, my hometown has like 3,000 people in it, and I just, from the time I got out to L.A., about a year or two after that, I was like, I honestly hate this place, man. I, I don't want to be here anymore, but I was just, you know, that's where the work was. Yeah. Everything was coming to me on like a, a gold platter, man, and I was just, you know, it was working, and it was making so much money, and anyone else that was in that position would have done the same thing exactly, because it was just yeah. so much thrown at you, you know yeah. what I mean? And, um, but I, I, I fucking hated it, man. I was at the lowest. I was, dude, I was buying Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis because I was just, I hated life. Like, I was making so much money, but it was, I was so confused because I was so sad. Like, I didn't understand it. You know what I mean? Right. And then, you know, yeah, you know, like a light touch on it. I went through, like, the, the roughest year of my, of my fucking life in 2022. You know, I, right. I had the most absurd, like, things said about me. And, and, and people failed to do their own research about the actual, like, real facts of all this and like why nothing happened and why all this stuff they just want to pull the bad man and that's what mm -hmm. the world that's what i'll never understand man, is the world tends to to go towards negative because that's that's why i say the internet nowadays right i hate the internet nowadays because back in the day it was just a group of friends making fun content together right. now all it is the only way to get views on the internet is talking shit about people or fighting in these influencer boxing fights or there's no there, it's not like authentic anymore it's not like it's so draining man it's so there's no real fucking friends in it there's the no nothing big, big and clip. even going through the hardest point in my life right um it was it spoke it spoke volume to me because Right whenever I started going through all that, even even just theoretically say like that shit was going on, your your real fucking friends, your best friends would be like, hey, I don't agree with that, but hey, I'm not leaving your side. I'm helping you get through this, right? And no one, no, not one single individual came to me, talked to me, asked me what happened. They all just left me because yeah. everyone's so scared to be associated right. with something going on like that instead of just sticking around and trying to understand what the fuck actually happened, you know? Right. But on top of that, I right whenever all that started happening, this is why I say like I tell people all the time, out there, man, I lost track of my life. I lost my relationship with my family for a little bit. I, I distanced myself. I lost my relationship with God. I'm by far like the farthest thing from a perfect human being, man. He sounds being, like man. Jackson Mickey. I am not. I am bit. not an. I am not an influence. I'd say, man. I'm yeah. the complete uh, like a degenerate, like someone that no one should look up to, man. But, um, you know, I, I, I as soon as all that stuff started happening, like I said, I'd never been to Nashville before. I got hit up. I got. I got a phone call to have a chance to come out here and perform at CMA Fest. And I was like, I'm going, okay? Yeah. Right then, I got to CMA Fest. I wrote a song with Dan and Shay, put it out. I did this. I performed in Parker McCollum. It was so clear to me that God had a bigger plan for me. And God was putting so many, like, horrible people in my life all these years that I was out in L.A., so many signs as to why I shouldn't be there, man. And I was too ig I was too arrogant. I was too ignorant to, like, really, like, see that he, like, he was saying all that stuff. And I honestly believe that it was the best thing that ever happened to me in the worst way possible. But God put me through what he did, you know, last year to kind of be like, all right, Listen here, man. Like I'm about to really just rock your world for yeah. a little bit because I have such a bigger plan for you somewhere else that you have no idea, man. And um, I I thought I would have to stay in LA. I thought if I move out of LA, I'll fall off, man. And and um, and so it was a scary thing. But whenever that CMA Fest thing happened, I without no question, I called my mom. I was like, I don't know what this is, man. But it's never more clear that like God, yeah. this is where I need to be. I went home. I packed up my stuff within 30 days, and I moved here. And Let's fucking since go. Then, that's a, that's, that's a story. It was man. the coolest thing. It was yeah. the best decision. And I've you ever were almost made in my saying life. to the guys out there in LA, "Hey, look what the fuck I just did, dude. You dude, know, you low know, key. Man, you know, I um, I just and, and I just wanted to show you know show people because also like 
I don't know, man. Uh, dude, there's a, there's a lot of stuff going through my mind at that time. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm just trying to hustle and just stay stay on my own grind now. And I, everyone always like does that too because I'm I'm switching my ways. You know, I was a city boy. Everyone's eyes. I was a city boy, and now I'm trying to be this fake country guy. Like all this stuff, man. And no one knows how I grew up and the lifestyle right. of growing up and and all this stuff. And I definitely put myself in a shell because of who I blew up as and the content that I made and all that stuff. I look back at it and I'm like, dude, I completely deserve to be made fun of, man. Like I was, you know what I mean? But, but people people don't understand. Like they're like, oh, he can't figure out what he's doing. He changes this every day and that. And I'm like, that's that's like the beauty. Of, that's called growing up. You yeah, know what I mean? That's maturing. I'm I'm figuring out where I sit, man. I had such great success over here with so many things thrown at me, man. That. I didn't know what the hell real life was, man, and I completely neglected it. I was an asshole. I was a douchebag. I was all this stuff because I didn't understand like the like point of life, the more right. And you're also life. trying to be like everyone else out there, I'd imagine. Dude, you know? everyone because I did, I did, man. I had a, a lot of things go viral of me being a little dickhead, man. I had a lot <laughs> of me me trying to fight people in the streets and all this stuff, dude. Yeah. And 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 it was just um, you adapt to the lifestyles that you're around, man. Yeah. And out there, I was around a lot of not good people and not you know they they weren't good influences and all that like i said so they were they were causing me to go down this road that was really hurting me more than anything were so. there companies that tried to sign you as an influencer out there is that what kind of goes on behind the scenes out there with all those people as in like management companies and all that stuff yeah yeah there was lots of managers like social media managers that's why i tell people there's no such thing as a social media manager like mm -hmm. all those people like all they do is or, or take money from you. Like right. there's not really like you may find one or two like that actually could do something for you. Right. But like I always encourage people. I'm like, go agency is where you need to be, honestly. Like because and you need credible agencies. Like not some like random one that has nobody on their roster and has not done anything, have no credibility. Like the agencies that I was with or that I'm with and all that stuff, you know, they were they were full credible, like in the top like four of the agencies, all that stuff. And they had real they they were doing real things and like agencies that's what people get mixed up they're like managers oh i'm gonna make so much money da, da 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 agencies are like managers can't even like make you real money like that i mean they can but like right very very few that can actually you're talking about like right? independent social media managers yeah. compared to an agency compared to like an agency yeah. because agencies are the ones that are in with all these like walmarts and targets and like commercial like companies right. that like and you have like a roster that the they whenever they know that Crest Toothpaste is about to do a big campaign or they have a big yeah. budget. They know all of that and they pitch you and their whole roster. Right. Be like, this is who I have that would do it, da 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 da. And that's how yeah. you bring in. Like, they, they were closing deals, man, at the time, dude. Bro, I, I'm, I'm an open book about this stuff because it's so crazy to look back at now. But, like, dude, during all that time of everything, dude, they were making me, I was doing like two, three hundred thousand dollars a month, man. Yeah, it was the most. So like you were just saying, I'm thing. good, I don't need anybody, dude. To really it was, help and, and so that's why, like, you know, I always try to keep my team small and effective, you know what I mean? Like, and um, because there was all these people that would ha have like managers and this and that, and like so many people eating out of their plate, you know what I mean? Right. And at that point, they're only getting like 30% of anything that they're yeah. making. And I'm like, guys, come on now. You got to be There's people that come that. out of nowhere, right? 15, 10, 15 people. Yeah, like, oh, I got to eat too because yeah. this guy, you know, I'm not really doing Whenever anything. I was with my agency, I was with, like, they were taking, I had two agents that were working for me full time and all that stuff in that department. And they were doing 10%. So, and it was only, it was 5%, 5% each. Like it was only 10% split between the both of them. And then, you know, you, you have like a full, you bring on like an attorney full time. So they do like 3% or whatever yeah. of of just like whatever your annual income and all right. that stuff but it's very little you know very minimal you, know? Say, you, try, to, you try to build it to where you're you're you know they these people also got to understand that they don't make money unless you make money so right. they got it you got to let everyone eat real quick i want to ask you what the craziest party was out there in la though the craziest <laughs> party man uh or maybe your first party probably went out there probably the craziest party i honestly man we we had some crazy parties out, you at, out there uh, too dude he was out there for a minute with me but yeah. but before he was with me he we had some crazy parties at the compound like we gotcha. had some some people where we had everybody you could possibly think of at that house man and, yeah. and also i was neighbors with jake paul out there as well and jake gotcha. had some pretty crazy halloween parties and all that stuff but I'd say like one that I didn't throw. I'd say probably Drake's best friend Chubbs' party was pretty crazy. Um, you know the you got the meet Drake. Yeah, man. Yeah, nice, I've cool. actually had a uh, me. We've I've gotten the you know the blessing to be able to kind of be be buddies with him and stuff like that. So yeah. we we still talk here and there every it's once cool. in a while. But um, but he's a he's someone that really surprised me out there, man. He was because you have this image of like Drake, right, man? Yeah, like, it's like this big like rapper big bad rapper guy like you know not that he's like some like but like 
you know, I, I and I met him, and and he was like the most soft spoken, kind individual man, and just yeah, so welcoming and open armed. And I was like, that is so crazy, you know. Him and him and Justin are like the two that like really surprised me out there because yeah. those are like two of the biggest names, you know, out there. It seems and, like everyone's kind of seeing Justin Bieber out there. Also, all these TikTok videos where you see Justin and Haley Bieber getting you know bam boozled or whatever by the paparazzi why don't they just have a fucking security guard is my question dude it's it's hard <laughs> you know because yeah it's, it is hard because you know they do and and they they try to ask them to stop but like it's like it's still like no matter if the securities are in front of them they're still like flashing like crazy it's still like they don't yeah. they, like their security can't like touch them necessarily like or like yeah because they they're did all, you ever deal with that out there i'm yeah, sure you man, did there's yeah. he, there was heavy whenever i was involved with like the hype house and like the tiktok world during the pandemic with everyone blowing up man for some reason, it became a thing for every paparazzi in freaking LA to follow these yeah. like influencers now because that's like where the talk. And how do you deal with that, bro? It's I never understood it, right? Like I always saw like Justin and I saw these paparazzi. It's like, oh, bro, that's gonna be crazy, man. Like you just like you just look so <laughs> famous, man. There's all these people following you around and flashing cameras, da 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 da. Yeah. And then I'd see videos of him getting pissed off and like going crazy on him and all this stuff too. And I was like, Justin, why are you doing that, man? Like what the heck, dude? Like mm. you're like, like all this stuff. And then like after living it, man, like. I understand, bro. These people are so invasive, man. And yeah. I, it was whenever we were living at the Hype House, you know, we had um, our address got leaked. We didn't live in a gated community or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So we had like a couple hundred fans outside of our house at every moment, every day. What? We had paparazzi chilling outside of our house. We had this like rooftop pool thing that was up there. Paparazzis were like flying drones up no over way. it, like watching our every move through our windows. Like it was weird shit, man. And they would follow you. Um, you would like leaving restaurants or just in your face asking you the most bizarre questions. Yeah. Like, you're going, you'll be going through like such hard stuff, like very serious breakups or very serious stuff online, all this stuff. And they're asking you the most personal questions. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what the Same. fuck? Are you, like, yeah, yeah, man. Get and then, me like, out of here. Man. They, they like don't let you like drive away. They stand in front of your car just flashing <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, what man. do the cops do about it? Cause they get, well, probably they get so many complaints out there. They don't really do dude, anything. I ain't never done nothing. Yeah. I, in my, you know what in I did opinion. see? That, uh, the Nelk Boys video, how they of pranked me? you with the cops. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was in Texas, Texas man, and they were we were funny. we were out there. You're for... like, I know my fucking rights, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that. I didn't know shit back then. I was like, all I do know is that they can't come in without like, without a warrant or whatever. But I, back then, I was just like, at the same time, I was kind of like nervous too. Like I, I yeah. didn't really know what the hell was going on, but. Also, back then, once again, my ego's going crazy. I'm like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let these cops bitch me in front of the yeah. note boys. I ain't gonna let these cops bitch <laughs> yeah, me in front not, of all my friends. Like, fuck no. We had like Bradley Martin and everyone there, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I ain't, I ain't doing that, man. And um, and so like, I'm over here talking crazy, knowing my rights and all this stuff. I didn't know shit, man. That was, I was hilarious. Just, bro. That was hilarious. Yeah. How do you, how do you stay humble throughout all this, man? I think it's living through like fuck ups and being that that arrogant asshole that i was and, mm -hmm. and hitting rock bottom falling on my face and and having a lot of things said about me to kind of understand and snap me into reality that's one thing that I, like i try to preach now and stuff like that and i tell people i'm like you guys like you guys hold on to things for so long right there's still people that talk about freaking me six years ago and like what i did six years ago and i'm like man get over it dude yeah. like um, you, they leave no room for maturing in this space, man. And that's what's so sad is some of these people like me and others even younger than me, man, they got into this at such a young age and such great success that the whole world is watching their every move. And so the one time that they do something bad, they get absolutely shit on. But these these people are kids, like saying stuff that they're not supposed to be saying, doing things that they're not supposed to be saying, stealing that or whatever it is, right? Not that any of that is okay, but every single one of these individuals that are judging from the camera and all that stuff are just as guilty of, and if not more than all of us doing of what we're doing, except ours just happens to be a lot more publicized, than right? Theirs, right. And um, so that's why I say that, like they leave no room for maturing. Like life is all about constantly fucking up everything, man, mm -hmm. and learning from that. And that's how you mature because if you don't go through those moments, you'll think that you'll just keep doing the same things, right? Like, yeah. but um, and that's one thing that I've kind of like tried to hold on to is like, man. The world, I think, one the worst thing that the that that the internet ever did for us is give everyone a voice, you know, in the most like respectful way possible. If that makes sense, is giving everyone a voice because it's made the world such a toxic place, man. Yeah. Um. But you know, all all you can remember is that no matter how mad you get at yourself, how much you beat yourself up, or whatever the hell you try to do, or try to fight people, or whatever, <laughs> it's um, it's never gonna change the fact that those moments in your life have already happened, and yeah. you, you can't fucking change it, man. And you got to look forward. You got to just. Um, any crazy fan experiences? Uh, dude, there's, I mean, there's tons of them. Yeah, for sure. What about this new age of you of like being a country star? Any 
fan experiences there that are kind of crazy. Dude, there was actually this is this is really TMI, man. But there was this is actually the <laughs> other day. That's not too much TMI, but this is the other day. Um, this this like grown lady, she's like in her forties, man, comes up to me, and um and she was uh she was definitely like flirting with me and mm-hmm. saying not the most great things, like very inappropriate things, and I you know me and that moment i'm like i'm just like oh like oh you're dad uh, yeah 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 and i'm just like trying to kind of just like go back to where i was right yeah. and then um there's like this other these other people taking pictures of me and and all that stuff as well and there was this girl that like that that lady was taking a photo of me for her or whatever uh-huh. and i and she was like oh you guys are cute like like once you like me like then you can i was and i'm like what are you saying right like, she's yeah, yeah, me, like yeah. in front of like other like fans she's like talking about me like and like all this stuff yeah. I'm like dude like, not no yeah. like come on man no time and place slide her over here to the MTM boys dude <laughs> 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 we'll we, we can we can make maybe that we just trying to get it. text back bro <laughs> yeah fucking <You know? laughs> <laughs> um what else we got future collabs future projects that you just want to shout out that you got going on um I just got I got the new single coming out in a week man um I don't know when this drops but it's uh, you know August 18th I got a single coming out called Till She's Gone it's um man this this is a cool one man this is a lot of my friends like favorite one it's it's super like red dirt though it's like it's different it's With like it. like a Luke Combs kind of like um and then I got a got a lot more singles coming out tour coming up and uh, you know hopefully we get a, me and me and Dylan I'm talking about doing something together uh, Dylan Scott, and then you know we got we got a bunch of people. Ashley Cook that we're trying to do something with eventually. Some cool. Are lashes. you single, dude? Is the girl in in your music are like? Are you dating or what's going on? Here? In my music video, no, yeah. no, we're not dating. That's a really good friend of mine. I've known her for a couple okay. years, you know, and she's she's freaking great individual, right. man. So he's, he's we know single. you like we know you like the DJ. Um, I am okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Yo, that was good. No, I did. No, a TikTok, I guess, knows it as well. Did you see? I don't know if you saw my TikTok that I did the other day. No, I did. It was like this trend where it's like, I, this is why I don't do trends. It was the first, <laughs> this is the first one I did. And I was like, oh my Lord, I'm going to post this just troll or whatever. But, <laughs> It was um it was like this initial this initial is your soulmate or whatever and it pops up C <laughs> and I was like you've got to be kidding me right now like what the f- uh, that's funny um no I but didn't know I that. am I I am single but I am I am talking to somebody okay. yeah so All it's right. um but we're just uh there was a uh, my I worked for kind of a social media media agency kind of what you're talking I think they still do Park McCollum's uh, social media but uh, Charlie was a DJ at that party that I was at and I didn't even know who she was I was like oh damn she's kind of killing it dude. it was at a birthday party yeah was it like Cam Fordham's yeah Cam yeah. was my boss yeah oh okay yeah so I was like where the fuck am I dude yeah. I was working for this guy Wiz Khalifa's pulling up yeah dude. yeah were yeah, you yeah. at that party no dude? I was okay. with her I was with her when, okay, when she okay, did do okay. that though I like say, weird, I so know. I knew I knew what she was doing out there but who this is man but yeah um, now she's 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 good man she's really she's cool. really cool she's she's doing her thing man so do we want to ask about just maybe the pop versus music pop uh genre versus country genre now like are you ever going to go back to that pop genre again nah man i don't think so i okay. you know a lot of people loved it and and the, you know there was some cool moments there but you know i just i tell people i just had i had no connection with it man like i it was cool and and i was you know whatever but I didn't love it. I there was there was no like real like emotion or heart behind it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I went through like real moments in real life and and all this stuff. And man, I I I love country music more than anything. And um and so I, I think I'm I think I'm right where I need to be right now. So. And Derulo's trying to get the cloud still out there. <laughs> he said what? I said Derulo's trying to get the cloud out there still. What's yeah. going on? What's going on with Jason Derulo? That was cool though. I was like, okay, first it was a cool moment, single man. debut. I'm like, all right, he's already rocking with Jason Derulo like in the passenger seat. It's like, yeah, pretty, yeah. Right, well, I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. Yeah. Um. All right. Last question. Yeah. Let's right. do it. We asked this at the end of all of our interviews. Man to man, what is the key to success? Dude, man to man, honestly, there is no key to success. I'm gonna be completely honest. <laughs> I like that. I like Everyone's that. Everyone's yeah. like, what do you do to get famous, man? There is. It's literally a, it's it's different for everybody, man. What I did, I honestly don't recommend it because it's freaking so cringy. But you know what I mean. But um, I would say it's 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 all about finding your own niche, man. You got it's consistency is like the main thing to success. If there was like one key, is like being being different, you know, standing out and being consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was doing good, I was posting six TikToks a day, one Instagram post every day, twice a week on YouTube, like all kinds of stuff. It's it's a full time job, man. You got to stay consistent. But as far as like an exact like formula to do it 
you just got to figure out what what works for you, man. Because you never really kind of know until you, you never just know, keep man. Doing. You you got to do a bunch of different things. You got to post it every times during the day to see. Because believe it or not, there is a certain time in the day that I mm -hmm. post. Because if I post at nighttime, it doesn't do as good and all this stuff. So you got to play into the algorithm. You got to play into everything. Man. For social media people that kind of want to be a Taylor Holder, what's what's a piece of advice there? Um, to stay consistent. Dude, stay consistent. I would honestly really like advise like if you guys are just doing it to get famous, I'd say don't do it, man. Like because that's where I was. And I, granted, you know, God, God, like you know, moved me in a different direction and, and had a, had a great plan for me. But at first, I did start out as just someone that wanted to be famous without understanding what it came with, man. And it's a lot, dude. So I'd say really like think about what you really want to do. I don't. I wouldn't really encourage anyone to kind of want to do this, to be honest with you, because of where the mental state it puts you at. I'm talking before what I went through even last year. I'm talking about before all that, man. The mental state was was crazy, man. I was the saddest I've ever been in my life, man, and I had everything in the world, you know. So, uh, But I'm saying if you want to do it, man, um, stay grounded, you know, uh, slow down. I would say slow down is probably some of the best advice that I ever got because I was eventually just going so much that I felt like a fucking robot, man. I was yeah. just... I was just living the same day over and over and over Running again. Running off fumes, doing the same Man, thing. It was Take crazy. a breath, dude. Take a breath. Right in front of us. I mean, from what we saw, heard and saw today, I think... I mean, nothing but the best for you. Yeah, like you're congratulations on, on the success, man. Thank and, uh, you, man. We usually end out the podcast. I haven't been doing this, but we do so namaste. namaste. We right. namaste for us. So, so right. namaste. 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 Namaste, Taylor Holder, man, in the yeah, building. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. man. Thank you guys Thank so, you much, so much, man. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome, dude. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Sorry about Mr. Coco at oh, the dude, beginning, he's, dude. He's chilling, man. He's slumped he's just, over here. Wait, where'd he go? Slumped.